You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. We run through some of the high points of May's Patch Tuesday, updates on Viking Horde Android malware and Buckbee ransomware, Venture Capital seeks out IoT security investments as Pony Express and Bayshore Networks attract funding. Quintessence Labs Dr. Vikram Sharma explains emerging quantum technologies, and IBM will train Watson to deal with cybersecurity issues. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Wednesday, May 11, 2016. Yesterday was Patch Tuesday, and both Microsoft and Adobe addressed vulnerabilities in their products. Microsoft issued a healthy round of 16 fixes. Redmond rates half of them critical, the others important. The critical patches include upgrades to Microsoft's old familiar Internet Explorer browser, the company's new browser Edge, the JScript and VBScript scripting engines in Windows, Microsoft Office, Microsoft Graphics Component, Windows Journal, and Windows Shell. Several of the vulnerabilities addressed represent zero days that have been exploited in the wild. Adobe's patches include fixes to its PDF reader and Cold Fusion products. The company also indicated that another upgrade to Flash Player will be out later this week. Sound patch management is, of course, one of the most important security best practices out there. So go easy on your sysadmins this week. They'll be busy. At least one of the zero days Microsoft fixed this month has been actively exploited in targeted attacks against South Korean enterprises. The vulnerability, CVE-2016-0189, is a remote code execution flaw in Internet Explorer. Researchers at Symantec think the exploit may have been delivered by either spear phishing or waterholing. The campaign is thought to represent espionage, although both attribution and the actual payload the exploit dropped on compromised machines remain unclear. One enterprise in the Republic of Korea that appears to have sustained a successful attack late last month is Hanjin Heavy Industries. The manufacturing conglomerate builds, among other products, warships and is a significant South Korean defense contractor. The Republic of Korea's Defense Security Command dates the incident to April 20th and says it's investigating. There's no attribution yet, but signs point, as they usually do on the peninsula, to North Korea. Google has purged the known Viking Horde bot-forming malware from its Play Store. Checkpoint identified a number of compromised apps in the store. These included Viking Jump, a gaming app, and other apps called Parrotcopter Wi-Fi Plus, Memory Booster, and Simple 2048. According to Checkpoint, Viking Jump alone received 50,000 to 100,000 downloads. Buckabee ransomware, as we've noted, is back. Buckby faded from the scene relatively soon after its discovery in 2014, but it's returned. And now it features a novel and troubling infection mechanism. Its controllers are installing it by brute-forcing remote desktop protocol passwords. Most ransomware has previously spread through the email attachment or compromised website vectors. 
Palo Alto researchers who are following Buckbee says its controllers are using a brute-forcing utility called RDP Brute and that they began their campaign by attacking point-of-sale systems. The ransom demanded from Buckbee is 5 Bitcoin, which amounts to a bit more than 2300 US dollars. The extortionists somewhat implausibly identify themselves as the Ukrainian right sector. This is the name of an actual Ukrainian nationalist group that's strongly opposed to Russian activity in their country, but this self-identification seems as likely as not to be a false flag. Researchers think they discern a Russian provenance for some of the tools used. While that's not decisive in attribution, tools are traded and repurposed, and Russian cyber criminality can be difficult to distinguish from its Ukrainian neighbors, still finding Ukrainian nationalists at the root of a cyber crime wave strikes some observers as too pat for plausibility, especially when one asks, who stands to gain from this? In industry news, despite the rumored difficulty security startups are said to be having attracting venture capital, money seems available for Internet of Things security players. Pony Express announced today that it's received $12.9 million in Series B funding from Ascent Venture Partners and others to fund the company's push into Internet of Things security. The company plans to move new bring-your-own-device, rogue device detection, and IoT solutions to market. Pony Express also announced the appointment of three executives to lead this effort. CFO Kasha Gautier, Vice President of Sales and Service Bo Thurmond, and Vice President of Marketing Dimitri Vlachos. The other firm attracting venture investment this week is Bayshore Networks, which raised $6.6 million in Series A funding from Trident Capital Cybersecurity and existing angel investors. Bayshore's offerings will center on security for the industrial Internet of Things. And finally, in the field of artificial intelligence, IBM is turning Watson, their question-answering computer system, against problems in cybersecurity. Those problems prominently include, but aren't limited to, the challenges posed by cybercrime. You may recall that Microsoft's AI chatbot Tay was grounded earlier this year for picking up a bit of a potty mouth and a whole lot of attitude from the humans she was hanging out with. Watson will be exposed to a better sort of influence. IBM has engaged eight universities to help train their artificial intelligence Jeopardy winner to know a cyber threat when it sees one. So, to play along with Watson's Jeopardy theme... This is how you'll hear our interview with IBM's Caleb Barlow on how he envisions Watson contributing to cybersecurity. What is? Tune in to tomorrow's CyberWire podcast. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, 
Banta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And I'm joined by Dr. Vikram Sharma. He's from Quintessence Labs, one of our academic and research partners. I want to talk today about quantum technology. To start off, can you just give us an overview of what are we talking about when we're talking about quantum technology? Quantum technology covers a whole range of new applications that we might find uh, over the, the coming years, which source from harnessing unique quantum effects. Within our context, you have, of course, the potential advent of quantum computing, which once it's uh, out to commercial or useful scale, will allow us to tap into a whole range of problems that today's even supercomputers find intractable. So I, when I talk to people, particularly when I talk to people who are working with encryption, quantum computing is something that makes them a little bit nervous. They, they talk about that we have these unbreakable encryption schemes, except for quantum. Um, well, that's actually a very interesting question, Dave. As uh, we look into some of the problems that quantum computers will be well prepared to solve, uh, we see that some of the underlying algorithms which are used for security today could potentially be under threat. That's because the quantum computer is able to solve the problems which are at the root of the security for those algorithms very, very rapidly. So that's the threat. What are the opportunities that are available to us when it comes to quantum technology? Well, uh, there is the area of quantum key distribution, which is not a new field in and of itself. It was first conceived uh, over 30 years ago by a couple of folks at IBM. And this offers us the promise of being able to transport keys securely between two locations in such a way that if there was any eavesdropping on that key material as being transported between the two locations, that eavesdropping would be visible because at the quantum level, if you look at anything, you disturb it. Ah, the old Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Vikram Sharma, thanks for joining us today. And don't forget, if you have a question for one of our research partners, you can send them in at questions at thecyberwire.com. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge. 
and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey all, Rick here. At N2K Cyberwire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes, and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now. <laughs>